0: An auditor is an important ingredient to a mystery shopping exercise. His views, his challenges and his methodology of conducting an audit makes a lot of impact on how a mystery shopping result would come. A demographically divided auditor profile helps understand the mapping of auditors to brands. Hi and welcome back, this is your host Saurabh Narsaria For those who are new to this show, I am the founder and CEO of Floorwalk, a leading mystery shopping provider in India. And we have recently started our web series, Mystery Shopping Talkies, where we talk about anything and everything related to mystery shopping. In this part of the series, we will be inviting some of our outstanding mystery shoppers from different parts of the world, conversing with them about their experiences and challenges faced by them. My colleague Madhura will be the moderator for these sessions. Over to you Madhura.
1: Hello everyone. Welcome to Mystery Shopping Talkies. In this series of our channel, we'll be talking with mystery shoppers around the globe to get effective tips on mystery shopping. We are going to start this session with our one of the best mystery shoppers Mr. Tirthankar. Hello Tirthankar.
2: Hi Mathura. Hi Team (laughs) Flowwalk.
1: Hello. Uh, First of all, I would like to thank you for giving your precious time to us. And uh, now I'll be asking you a few questions which are in our mind uh, for our shoppers and I hope that your experience will surely help our new auditors.
2: Sure, please go ahead.
1: Yeah. So let's start with the session. I would like to know, first of all, that uh, from where did you get the idea of becoming a mystery shopper?
2: Well, uh, I started my career in the services and retail business. So as I moved through the career, I definitely understood that, you know, human interaction and service expectation, they have to go hand in hand. So, and then once I graduated to become a consumer myself. You know, more and more expectations and more and more interaction happen. In fact, uh, mystery shopping is something which we subconsciously do, all of us do. Uh, And, but now, of course, with a number of mystery shopping companies there and with clients taking this exercise as a serious, uh, you know, uh, part of the operations, uh, that's how I started, you know, uh, exploring opportunities. So it's been three years that, uh,
1: You're doing uh, mystery shopping. I'm
2: doing this. Yeah. yeah.
1: And uh, although few of them are aware of this concept, but there are still yeah. many of them who don't know what exactly a mystery shopping is. Yes. And yes. so they are little hesitant to work as a mystery shopper. So yeah. can you please elaborate on this that it is, I mean, people are in doubt whether it is legal or not. So I understand. You could just elaborate on this.
2: Definitely. First of all, the doubt has to go from their mind. They have to understand that mystery shopping is not spying or investigation. Mystery shopping is as close to reality as possible. Of course, you are not ending up in a transaction. Well, most of us, we walk into a store, it's not always that we make a transaction. We might test the service, we might, uh, you know, are comparing brands. So once you take your focus off, uh, the investigation mode and get it to more uh, realistic interaction, then you know, your you, the, the approach changes. Uh, that's that's what uh, I feel potential mystery auditors should, uh, should do. You know, or
1: potential exactly. mystery shoppers do, exactly. Exactly. And uh, will you consider it as a full-time job or a part-time job?
2: Well, given uh, the frequencies of uh, you know opportunities that one gets and also the kind of uh, preparation and homework one has to do Uh, doing it as a full-time is not recommended because uh, the quality will suffer yeah Uh, one cannot do this you know on an eight-hour work cycle every day of course one can take up uh, a number of certain number of assignments in a week Hmm. and space it accordingly it is possible maybe in the future if there are enough opportunities available, but then they have to be spaced both geographically and time wise.
1: Yeah. Uh, and uh, can you just throw a light on how to uh, hide your identity while doing mystery shopping audit?
2: I feel prima facie one need not hide his identity. Uh, if. Uh, as make a mystery
1: it, shopper. As a mystery, mystery shopper,
2: shopper, one need not hide his identity. He has to just present himself uh, in the most realistic manner as possible. If he's hide, hiding his identity, two things happen. Hmm. One is that uh, the other person can make out uh, you're less natural. You uh, The moment you hide something, you're less natural. The quality of the audit suffers. Second is that if you really have to hide your identity, then maybe, you know, you have not prepared yourself enough or you don't have the right approach. I feel genuineness is very important. Yes, yeah. integrity is very important. You
1: just have to go confidently and just look genuine. Yes,
2: you just have to go confidently. Hiring your identity or uh, going with an investigative mindset doesn't work. Mystery audit is about uh, the real scenario. It's not a setup. It's not a prank. Or yes. It's not a setup. We are not trying to... Uh, it's for the benefits of the people who are auditing whom you are auditing, as for my experience with uh, my contacts in the retail industry, they can make out if somebody is doing a mystery audit. And it's for their own betterment and the betterment of the brand. So one has to keep it as realistic as possible.
1: So few tips for do's and don'ts while doing an audit.
2: Few tips is uh, first of all, great teamwork, Uh, the agency with whom you are working, your your connection with them your communication with them is important second is that uh, the guidelines have to be understood very carefully because uh, if you're just thinking you know uh be- your interaction between the agency and not beyond hmm. then uh you might miss things because you need to think like yeah the agency itself because the brand has a number of expectations uh the expectations have to be met. The goals have to be met. What exactly is required? What is expected out of the audit? What is the output? Especially objection handling, or the flaws, maybe in signage, maybe in, in body language, maybe in, in the process. How uh, uh, the whole, you know, the customer experience. Uh, you know, whatever comprises of the customer experience.
1: Also, I would like to ask that how you manage to collect proofs while doing an audit?
2: We collect proofs on the go. First of all, you have to have uh, the basic understanding of what is expected out of you. Second is, of course, there could be a checklist yes. that the client specifically wants because, uh, you know, there might be specific requirements asserted uh, uh, certain outcomes. So, and and then there is a passive collection, you are are passively collecting data Yes. Uh, and uh, that is something the client doesn't tell you or the agency doesn't tell you but that should come naturally. If you know the job, everything comes by, so that homework, that mental preparation is very important. Is important,
1: correct. And uh, how has mystery shopping helped you hone your individual skills?
2: It helps to a great extent because uh, as you are observing things. Uh, you know your, first of all, your personal grooming is very important so so it 's a reflection how you're attended how how you're interacted how you, well you're received that's that itself is a reflection of uh, you know how well you're prepared for it, and of course it 's a learning curve you know as you undergo audits on and on even your personal communication skills improve because when you're out there to collect information passively or objectively, uh, it's your uh, you know it's your skills, it's your communication skills, it's your grooming skills that matter a lot. Yeah. So we all benefit. I mean, with mystery audit is something which we all subconsciously do all the time. Uh,
1: can you share your few challenges while conducting
2: a mystery audit? Uh, challenges in the sense when uh, uh, sometimes a scenario happens where the objective the the actual list of proofs Uh, either the proof is missing or the opportunity gets missed so there's sometimes it does happen that you miss an opportunity maybe due to technical reasons or maybe due to you know in the course of interaction you miss taking a certain picture Uh, those are instances where things are not in your control so as i uh, had just mentioned before the focus has to be there uh, glitches do happen
1: yeah and uh, anything uh, anything in particular for example if you are, you were doing an audit and yeah. something unusual occurred so how yeah. did you manage to conduct a mystery audit even after that any 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 kind of story
2: while doing well audit? Uh, i can i can mention one failure of mine yeah. Uh, I would say that's a failure because that, that was just the first time uh, after so many years that uh, an audit was not accepted. Uh, I will not be able to name the company, yeah. but it was a scenario of me walking into a very small store and taking a number of pictures and raise a number of objections and uh, also find out a lot of information uh, about the store. Uh, the scenario was not uh, realistic. The store was small. Uh, I could not gather uh, the requisite information. And the audit was not accepted, but I let it go. I mean, it's, it's a part of uh, our work. Uh,
1: okay.
2: Maybe it's a learning curve for the agency. They will definitely, uh, and it, it, it's not a superman's job. But then th- that scenario, it, it happened. Uh, with uh, one, one agency and when- one particular brand where too much of information was asked for and it was too investigative. So, um, uh, I, as I said, I cannot uh, divulge details of that. Correct. But it's part, it's part of our work.
1: Okay. And uh, last but not the least, but any final tip to our auditors who are sitting around the globe?
2: Be, just be passionate. If you're not passionate, don't take it up. The passion has to be there, uh, it's as much a challenge to you as much as it's for the agency who's giving you the work.
1: Yeah, I also wanted to ask that, yeah. uh, how much an auditor should be groomed while doing an audit?
2: Please. Well, uh, as, as I mentioned earlier, uh, he has to do the necessary homework and only after that accept the audit. So when he is, uh, you know, presenting himself as a car customer or even a customer for a salon, it has to be as realistic as possible. The objectives have to be met. One should not just take it up for the sake of that fee that one is getting. That uh, that objective and that preparation has to be, definitely there is a learning process. But uh, as I said, as realistic as possible, then only you do justice. Great work.:
1: Great.: Thanks a lot, Tethankar. and Thanks, uh, thank you for sharing your experiences with us, and yeah. I hope that our auditor around the globe who, are, who will be watching this video, uh, they will be helpful by listening to this, and yeah. uh, we'll also get connected with you if we need more shopper experiences from you.
2: Absolutely, Madhura all yeah. the best to you and your team.
1: Yeah, Thank you. Thank you so much. Yeah,
2: sure. Thank you Bye. Bye. Oh,